better not stay up too late, man. You have a big day tomorrow, man. <laughs> you cooking all day? Uh, no, not exactly. No. Um, the wife made some pies. Okay, cool. The wife, yeah, the wife made some pies. I'm, I'm bringing, uh, I'm bringing the wine. Is that the, is that the new dog? <laughs> yeah, that's Louie. Louie, Louie. Yeah. Louie, Louie. <laughs> Drinking a beer, man. Nice. Yeah, I mean, you know, Chris, you know, you know, Tech Falls over here volunteering with the, uh, you know, food on the truck. What's it called? Food on the stove. Yeah. Food on the stove for the firefighters. Uh, yeah, he's gonna have a busy. He should have a busy day tomorrow. They might be delivering in. Uh, dc maryland and virginia i don't know i mean it, it could be a long long day so uh, oh yeah thanksgiving holidays yeah i'm not sure if he's going to come back and uh stay at my granddad's uh house still at the house or he'll go to um you know what i mean he'll go to fredericksburg back home but he's got to work the next day so it's gonna be busy for him you know he works black friday he works yeah black friday putting out fires at the stores <laughs> <laughs> I work Saturday, so Big Mike's coming tomorrow for Thanksgiving. I invited him, and uh, he decided to come on up. Mm, so, uh, just four of us here, you know. I mean, uh, it's gonna be low-profile Thanksgiving over here. Okay. The April, the kids, the dog, and my dad. My mom's heading up to uh, Pennsylvania, so to see my sister. So we're not. Uh, yeah. So Big Mike was gonna be home alone, so I invited him, and I didn't think he was gonna go, but. He's coming up. So, yeah. so, uh, oh, so, so Big Mike's coming to Maryland. Coming to Maryland. Yeah. My okay. mom's uh, going to be going, should be going up to PA. So, Big Mike's coming here, staying for one, he'll only be one night. I, I work on Saturday, so I'm sure he'll uh, be here for 24 hours at the most, probably not even that. He likes to get up and get going. So, uh, he'll get there tomorrow, probably around noon, and then he'll probably leave at seven in the morning on Friday. So yeah, what do you guys got planned tomorrow? Are you doing everything at your house, or or what? What, um, what exactly you guys got planned? Well, um, I got back from you know Army leadership course. Yeah, and uh, the next I, I got back, I got back Thursday, and the very next morning, Friday morning, I got a, I got a COVID test, and Monday came back negative. Okay. So with that being said, um, it's going to be, you know, me, Melissa, Gabriel, her, uh, her parents, her sister, brother-in-law, their kid Okay. at a dinner. So it's just going to be, what is that? Eight of us. And, you know, it's just going to be small, just eight of us, not going to be like a yeah. huge, you know, huge family thing. Um, you know, my mom and stepdad, they want to stay inside. Okay. They're not doing it. We, we, we might, we might, you know, do a virtual thing with them for a little bit. We invite, you know, now the national guard gave us a Turkey box. So, you know, we got, we got, we got that Turkey box. We always got, you remember that? Uh, sweet. Yeah. yeah. Now we actually, we, we did along the same lines. Well, we, we ordered tomorrow pre-made to us, um, uh, deep fried Turkey tomorrow we're picking up. So, uh, um, so, and, and, and big Mike's coming to you guys, right? He's coming to us. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, we invited, uh, you know, we invited my mom and stepdad, but they were like, no, you know, they, 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 they can't, they came over, you know, they came over a couple of months ago, mm -hmm. um, but they said, you know, there's this kind of like this resurge and, and since a vaccine, there's this whole rumor about the December vaccine coming out. 
Yeah. They, they said, we're going to just lay low until that vaccine's available for us. Once we get that vaccine, we're going to take I tell you it. what, I was thinking about it last night. I was working at the hospital and I was like, how crazy is it going to be when these vaccines come out? Is it going to be people like trying to, you know, I mean, like take the sheets and oh, there he is. Who that is? Louis. Who that is? <laughs> Who that is? <laughs> Louis. Louis. Say hi. Louis. Louis. <laughs> kisses. Kissing my mommy. Kisses. Yeah. Louis's a good boy. Look at his paws. How big that's boy. a that's a big puppy. <laughs> He's 20 pounder already. Damn. Sorry, don't have too much light here, but you can see. Oh yeah, I see him. That's a big boy. How you doing, April? Good. How are you? You getting that getting that turkey turkey day stuff all ready to go? No, I'm not making anything. We're not making anything. We're it's all that pre made. Yeah, pre made deep fried, right? Yeah. Some restaurant was doing it for halfway. Yeah. So. If we were going to do smoked turkey, I would have gone through uh, Sherman. You remember uh, Roger? <laughs> oh yeah, wrestling club. He's, oh yeah. His company is just blown up, but he does, he smokes everything, but. Uh, I still love, I love smoked stuff. Like if you ever want to do something smoked and don't feel like cooking, buy some of his stuff. I did it one Super Bowl Sunday when he, when he first started the company and uh, his stuff was good, man. It's just, you got to have the taste for smoked food. You know what I mean? Right. So uh, this now is listen, it. as long as I'm in the guard, man, I'm gonna get that turkey box every year. We're gonna take, we're gonna <laughs> take it a bit. Something out of it. Yeah, you hooked uh, us up. You hooked us up with the whole thing. One fuck year. yeah, that was our Thanksgiving that year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah if yeah, if it's right. not coronavirus, you're getting, you're gonna be getting a turkey. Turkey, yeah, yeah you know. <laughs> and a Corona light. Corona light. <laughs> just, How's the babe? That was Gabe. Oh my God! So I was just about to tell you, and and I here comes Gabe. I said Gabe. Gabriel. Yeah, it's not. I can't say. I'm. I know. Uh, you, you can say Gabe. Gabe's fine. <laughs> Chris Page is coming in. <laughs> the, champ is here. the champ is here. The champ. I am. Oh, dude, turn your turn turn, turn your levels down. I am the people's champ. Turn your levels down. Oh my oh, gosh. Go go to your go to your mic go to your mic settings. Turn those levels down, dude. <laughs> I think the kids heard that upstairs. Oh my. Dude, it's the people's champ. Oh my god. This is a paid gig, Chris. You're ruining money. <laughs> You're burning Nelson's money. Come on, man. So Come what on, happened man. with baby Gabriel? Yeah. He so he took a tumble off the couch, landed on his head, kind of rolled. He was crying. So we're a little we're a little concerned about him for a little bit. It was just on the carpet though, right? Yeah. As long as he cried right away and he doesn't throw up, you're good. You're golden. He didn't he didn't throw up. Oh, when he wasn't there to catch his fall? Yeah. No, Winnie, Winnie doesn't like him at all. <laughs> <laughs> Winnie does not like him at all. He gets the attention mm. now. So. It is, it is, it's just sad. Mm. Winnie's not a fan. Mm. But, uh, we got to get Michael Yamasaki in here. It's a fourth contender here. I see a, there's an opening for a number four spot. Ah, <laughs> oh, Chris. Oh, I'm, yeah. Bud Light, uh, man. Miller Light guy, Chris. Dude, Bud Light pays more. <laughs> you sold pays, out to Bud Light. Bud Light. They're, paying more, they're paying me more money. Oh yeah, really? <laughs> you got that you got that sponsorship? <laughs> let me let me know what's going on with that sponsorship right You're now. Sponsorship with Bud Light? Oh my god. Oh, dude, Zombie Squad is now sponsored by Bud Light. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm disappointed. I'm gonna have to just disdain myself here. <laughs> so what is Mi- this? Food? Miller Lite doesn't want to pay anybody. <laughs> How much is Bud Light paying you? <laughs> you know, a lot. <laughs> they are. Meatballs or peanuts? They're paying me to do this podcast. <laughs> dude, dude they're, they're paying me to do this podcast right now, dude. They're like, we'll give you however, however much you on, want. But they're paying you to be on my podcast. <laughs> where, where, how, where, where's some of those ducats I'm supposed to be seeing since you're on my fucking show? Hey, our show. Hey, our you, show. You, our dude, show. Dude, you'll see them in residuals. Oh, okay. Let's. <laughs> Chris is gonna get a, a letter from Glenn's lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> what lawyer? You gotta afford. You gotta afford a lawyer. No, I said you're gonna get get your lawyer. Yeah, I'll- exactly. What lawyer? You gotta be able to afford a lawyer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so residuals of residuals, then. My lawyer's gonna work on residuals of residuals. Okay. Dude, you're drinking like some super light beer over there, man. What the hell's going on, dude? Lawyer yeah, is Josh Henson your lawyer? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I fired that guy. I fired that guy a long time ago. I fired Josh Henson a long time ago. Oh, man. <laughs> Bring him back, man. Bring him back. Nah, man. Josh is a good dude, man. You got, you Dude, got, you got Brian, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't think I was going to be able to get you on this podcast, man. It was like, God's <laughs> like, eh, I didn't know. Oh, yeah, I knew Don, you know, has something going on. Dude, Don didn't even know about the Zoom, about the Zoom promo video that we're shooting on he Sunday. Did. He kind of he did. His, his, whole, his whole schedule, he goes, wait a minute. On Sunday, am I coming to your house? Or is that the Zoom thing? Or, or Wednesday, am I coming to your house? Or is that the Zoom thing? And I'm like, bro, it's in the calendar, bro. It's in the fucking calendar. I don't know how he can function, dude. Like as a as a businessman, his whole life. I'm like driving dude. to Jersey, driving back to Maryland, driving to Jersey, driving back to Maryland. Wow. But there's no women out in Maryland. There's no investment properties out in Maryland. <laughs> oh man, I was hoping he'd get into some uh, real estate, man. Dude, we tried, man. Like. Dude, we could have got him a property in West Virginia with uh, Aaron Foster. Like Aaron Foster's got two booming properties that he's working on right now. Oh, he wanted. But where? But where does Aaron Foster live? Aaron Foster is from College Park, Maryland, and and that's a little too specific. So Maryland. Yeah, yeah. And what state? Only state. What state, if not states, are his investment properties in? In Maryland. West Virginia. What are you talking about, Chris? One's on the borderline of West Virginia. It's like Martinsburg. That's West. That's still West Virginia. Yeah, well, one's, well, West Virginia. West Virginia, in, and one's in uh, Deep Creek Maryland Lake. Deep Creek. And Deep Creek's Virginia, right? Deep no, Deep Creek is in Maryland. Yeah, so Deep Creek's okay. So he's got. So he lives in Maryland. He has an investment property in Maryland. And he has an investment property in West Virginia, which is a neighboring state of Maryland. Yeah. yeah. He might have multiple in both, actually. So. So he might have more than two investment properties now. Yeah, he might. I think he has multiple in each state, Maryland and um, West Virginia. So he's probably got at least four properties. Okay, so for shits and giggles, let's just say he has two properties in Maryland and two properties in West Virginia. He lives in Maryland. Now, 
I'm sort of familiar with West Virginia. Let's say, what do you think the longest drive is from from where he lives to his furthest property? What do you think the mileage is? Probably like three, three hours. Two and a half hours, probably three at the most. To one of his investment properties. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And if he's there that much, he's there to work on the house. I mean, that's the only reason. Like, if he's going back and forth like that, he's trying to get them done. Hmm. Once, once you... Once you have them built or whatever, get them tied in. I'm sure you don't have to be there all the time. You know what I mean? I'm Interesting. Sure. Yeah, he's probably going there to get them ready. You know what I mean? Fix them up, get the people there, or do whatever he does. No, yeah. sure, I get that. Yeah. So. But one of them's with another guy. I know that for a fact. All right. So he's got another. That, he's got another investor. Um, that's time, involved in hold a property. On, we're gonna pick that up. So your microphone is going to a mixer. Your mic, your microphone tech fall is going to a mixer. It's going to an interface. So I want you to take that interface and I want you to drop that by six decibels. Your microphone feed, I want you to drop it by six decibels. Because I know you're peaking right now. Okay, how about that? That's a little bit better. How about now? No, that's perfect. Leave it okay. right there. All right. That's way better. All right. So I want you to take a Sharpie and I want you to make a note on your interface that that is your podcast level. <laughs> I, don't need, I, don't, I don't need to do all that, dude. I can see it. <laughs> so, so, so investment properties in West Virginia. Yeah. And yeah. You know, Chris probably knows more. Chris probably talked to him a little more than me. I don't, you know, I haven't, I haven't talked to Aaron much. I'm not shitting on anybody's, you know, aspirations to find a property and invest in it, but I don't see, I don't see, The, benef the, the benefits of a nine-hour drive to one property when you could have nine properties nine minutes away. Yeah. See what I'm saying? They're cheaper, though. It's cheaper to build. It's, everything's cheaper, man, in West Virginia. I mean, but, you're but, listen, about but listen, you got, a, you got this one property on the, uh, the New York-Canadian border. It might be fucking scenic. It might be like, you know, 15 minutes away from Niagara. You could probably see Niagara from the window. But... Yeah. You live nine, it's a fucking 10 hour drive to the property. Like, what are you moving there? That's the only way to make it. If you're going to, if it's, if it's big enough to where, you know, you have like your owner's level. You remember that place we stayed at in um, Tybee Island? Yeah. Where, half, where, half, where, where half the house was the owners, you know, that couple that lived there. Uh -huh. the, the other half was three rooms, three king king size bedrooms that they that they airbnb they airbnb rooms mm. so you know we have yet to have this virtual tour on the show of this of this property i have all the faith in the world that this is you know an, an amazing investment property and it would be an amazing airbnb experience mm. but I don't see the, the, the business acumen of it being a 10 hour drive away for one property. It's like, you, it just doesn't make any sense. I mean, maybe it does. Maybe there's, maybe there's certain aspects that we just don't know that that are just none of our fucking business. And I get that. But at the same time, think about Aaron Foster, right? Aaron Foster. Yeah. Four properties. He lives in Maryland. 
-hmm. Two properties are in Maryland, two properties in West Virginia. And West Virginia is like a vacation spot, like scenic mountainside. You can like, like the the spot is for like a hunting spot. That's that's why he gets it's on 42 acres, bro. Dude. She, I mean, she loves, she loves those. Melissa does not, is not into hunting, not into guns, not into like, not even really into like camping outdoors. No, like, redneck kind of stuff that we might be into but still she would go to a place like that for the scenery just for the like the quiet the outdoors the scenery the ambiance just something totally different escape you know silence deal she also likes you know beachfront properties too and we've done a bunch of those as well we've gone to like solomon's island we've gone to florida we've done some you know uh, uh indiana up in up in like the mountains of uh, Indiana by uh, her uh, her college uh, IU, you yeah. know what I mean. So like all those, so she would be interested in that as well, like a hunting property, but not to hunt for all the scenery, you know, the mountainside and the and the, and the cool air and all that bullshit. So that's a, it, there, there's all sorts of different benefits to a kind of a property like that. Now that might be what is going on with this property on the New York Canadian border. But this doesn't seem. But what? Whose property is that? You're talking about nine hours away. Durko. Oh, okay. It's Durko's property. Okay. okay. Yeah. And so, like he, like he's some, like he's you know invested in this property, and he's like working on this whole investment sort of thing. But it's yeah. fucking ten hours away from here. <laughs> it's like, dude, I get. If it's if, if there's other aspects into it, you know, then then I understand. Yeah, but he, but, he, but he's more mobile. He can just pick up and move. Like that's the thing with Durko. Like if he, if can he though? To, you don't think he, he would pick up and move there if it came down? He there? could. That's what okay. Saying. So that's what I'm saying. Like that's and that's not something that we necessarily like lock down. Yeah. As far as like what's going on with him, like is he moving he, there? He doesn't have ties here. I mean, besides his parent, you know, his parents living here. I mean, what ties does he have that he has to stay here? You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm saying true. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that could be in his favor. Yeah. Right, but where's he going to move? Is he moving into that property, or is he going to get like an apartment? But he's got this investment property that he owns, but he's going to get an apartment, or is he moving into like? Is he going to stay in like the the the, the dungeon basement part of this house, but the rest of it's a Airbnb? And that doesn't really make it an investment. Offs. If you're just running it, you're right. living there, well, running on. it out. But hold on, that place we stayed at Tybee is that not an investment property? Did they did they did they tack on additions to the house as an investment property? That 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 I don't know. He, he, but but dude, you 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 can get very you can split hairs a lot, you know. Like, I had an aunt that did an addition to her house. That could that could be a whole, you know, like studio apartment. Uh, my grandfather did like this big addition to his house. That could have that could end up that could easily be like a studio apartment. That somebody fucking rents. And now with Airbnb, now with the mentality of Airbnb, like he had a bunch of rooms. If he were to, you know, dump five grand to each room, fix it up, whatever, is that not now an investment property tacked onto his other property, which is the whole house in its entirety? Like now you're kind of what's an investment property versus your residential property? 
You see what I'm saying? You, you've been you've been to my townhouse. If I turn my deck into a whole addition, now that's an investment property, isn't it? Depending on how I use yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, there's there's different ways on how you look at it. Like some people sublet. Sure. There's yep. subletting. So sublet. Um, so sublet, right? So I get an apart. I so I I lease an apartment. I rent an apartment. You know, remember at that old apartment that we had, right? Uh -huh. But then I sublet to somebody else, and I'm now I'm making a hundred bucks off of that. But I don't even own the damn thing. But now that's an investment property. Yeah. Right. So what the fuck is an investment property nowadays? Yeah. So it's it's what what I don't understand is this insane commute. This dude's been back and forth from Jersey because like you got times you, in the last month. But you got to tack that on, and and it starts adding up. You know, that like mileage, how much, right? How much money and wear and tear are you spending on this? Like now, now you have to put that into a budget. The wear and tear, the gas. You got to make that fucking yeah, dude. Like you know, you got to put that in. Yeah. As as part of the investment, like okay, I'm using X amount of gas and time. Okay, nine hours to get there, and then nine hours back. That's eighteen hours, right? Right. And now you have to accumulate. Okay, how many times are you get an oil change? Okay, that how mileage, many? How many times are you rotating the tires, getting a tune-up? What is that? Fifty-five cents a mile. Like that's what that's what some that's what most of my gigs are reimbursing me for travel. It's fifty-five cents a mile. And put that into a gas. year. Put that into a year. Put that into a fucking year, man. So beneficially, you're moving into that house. Yeah, I agree. I, I think you should make the move. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> but, is, but, but then what is it? Is it moving into the house or is it moving into another place? I say moving nearby. I say moving into a basement and renting the other place, the other the other part of the house out. I mean, and 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 so as the owner of this investment property, you got to bite the bullet. You got to move. You got to live here in this basement. You got to take that shitty walk around, you know, the backyard, moves, man. You know, through, <laughs> through, 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 through the woods, while while the the renters or the B and Bers upstairs, they've got the front door. They've got that nice side door. They hey, man, when you're when you're single, you can live like that, man. You can live in, in dungeons, and, you know. Can, oh, but that's another question. Is he single or not? Yeah, I don't know. Now we're now now we're being nosy. <laughs> no, what I'm saying is if you live with you could I'm just saying if you're single. I'm not saying if he isn't, but if you're single, you can live, you can why can't you live in a basement or uh, a one bedroom? Why can't you live in somebody's attic? I mean, come on. <laughs> Dude, I lived in a basement for years. <laughs> we lived in, we both lived in a basement and in an attic, buddy. Yeah. You know, I hear you, man. Hey man. We were in Allen's. We were in Allen's. Dude, we did. We were living in other people's investment properties. <laughs> oh yeah. Seeing I how the guy, seeing how that fucking guy can squeeze a, a nickel out of every dime, dude. I work with one of Chris's guys, and uh, he knew I lived on First Street, and uh, I told him I moved, and he goes, "Pete, you must have made a pretty penny off that place in First Street," you know, because he knew I left. That, and he that, thought it was that one spot. That one spot. Yeah. He thought I had the whole house, and he goes you must have made a pretty penny off that. And I said, no, I rented the basement. He was like, he said, you dirtbag. <laughs> <laughs> so I went from this big, you know, big wig. He thought I was to I'm renting the basement to a dirtbag. I was like, Oh wow. That, that spiraled downhill. <laughs> you went to a, you went from a condo to a basement. No, he, I went from thinking, he went from thinking that I owned this place. I made a, like a fortune off of it to I rented a basement. You know what I mean? Like, 
<laughs> he just went from king to peasant in my mind. At that but listen, but listen, we went, we both went from kings to peasants to kings again. Because <laughs> I had that condo, you had that condo, and you went to that basement. I went to Alan's attic. Me <laughs> and Chris went to Alan's attic. Then me and Chris went back to the condo. You and um, April went to uh, you know College Park. College Park. And now, April. and now you and April got a house. Chris has a house. Me and Melissa have a house. Yeah. Kings again, baby. Kings. <laughs> Kings. Yeah, but it could easily go back to the basement again. Oh, fuck yeah, it could. <laughs> fuck yeah, it could. Yep. Dude, it's funny because I called Aaron Foster. I was like, dude, you got anything in DC? <laughs> I was like, you got a basement you can rent out, bro? He goes, no, I can't help you out there, man. I got no properties in DC, but I got you in College Park, though. <laughs> Started eating College Park. Me and Glenn liked it more and more as we lived there. But I Chris fucking like, loved I, it, dude. Chris was like, "I got to get out of this place." You Why remember the you remember the blizzard? You remember the blizzard? Who who wasn't it? You and me, Brian, that took that walk during that blizzard to Giant and got like two cases each, <laughs> and then walked back and we just drank the whole blizzard. It was like a four day blizzard weekend, just drinking light beer. Non tired of living in college. And Brian, and Brian tried to drive back and got stuck in the parking lot in his car. I'm like, dude, why just why the hell did you come back? Why didn't you just work overtime and stay there? Oh, I had to get back to the nah, dog. fuck that. Yeah, he was worried about the dog. Yeah. <laughs> uh links uh actually let me let me make mention um links to that those zombie squad episodes is kind of funny. I'll put I'll put the links in the description below. But dude, that was a blast, man. He was just sitting there with his window down, like it was. Uh, it was the you shovel me out. <laughs> it was a. It was a snowmageddon. Remember snowmageddon part three? I think it was. <laughs> I think it was like three snowmageddons in a row those years. Oh man, it's ninety three oh eight. Dude, Hill Road. dude, I swear, like a month before, we were anticipating snowmageddon. <sighs> I think I said to you, I said, "You want to take? You want to take like a week long?" break and go down to florida yeah you you mentioned that you're because you're and, you like, and, and you were like nah man you know I, I gotta put this paperwork together for dc fire and i was like okay well i got this film and the and the film got postponed because snow you were working on your packet for dc fire and because i had four-wheel drive there was my mom there was uh and there was two other people that needed help with my fucking truck they were like can you dig me out can you can you come pick me up and take me to work because you have four-wheel drive no one else can drive in this fucking snow except for glenn with his fucking envoy and i was like man i'm just trying to camp out at the pages get drunk <laughs> play with his dog snowmageddon <laughs> College Park. that was a good times man it was a fucking blast dude it was that was really yeah, fun. yeah you stayed there for like four days <laughs> oh i did and april came back she was like you guys got a gal you got a gal i was like all right we're done we're done now we had our fun you gotta go Franks. that was the second round yeah that was obviously the second round because the first time we lived there in 2012 where me you and chris lived there we uh, lived a kind of a different lifestyle back then <laughs> yep. one happened in baltimore the, the snow snowmageddon when i was living there i remember that one Dude, Chris was so sick and tired of College Park. He was willing to go back to Baltimore. <laughs> That's how fucking sick and tired. You know it's bad if he's going to want to go back to Baltimore. He's like, okay, okay. Silver Spring. What was it? Well, it wasn't Silver Springs. It was um, 
what was the name of that apartment complex in College Park? Seven Springs. Seven Springs. Yeah. Seven Springs. Dude, there's nothing wrong with Seven Springs. It's like a two minute, it's like a 10 minute walk up to a giant that sells beer. What other, what other, no, shoppers, I'm sorry. What other shoppers in Maryland sells beer? You're in heaven. Fucking heaven. Remember, remember, Chris, you dropped that bottle of, um, uh, I don't know, it was like Rolling Rock or something. And the woman yelled at us. He was like, you're causing a spectacle here. <laughs> I dropped it. I dropped it all over the floor. No, it hit the yeah. ground and it busted. You could smell beer throughout the whole story. It was funny as hell. The woman, like me and Chris were yelling at each other and I went to go clean it up. She's like, don't touch anything. You've already caused a spectacle in here. <laughs> that was at the building that was like in the hallway or something. No, that was a That was at shoppers. You know, they had the little conveyor belt. And oh shit. dude and out. when the beer yeah. dropped it dropped in like slow motion yeah, it was like i was like trying to get it yeah and just it, like my kid it exploded it exploded it was like, <laughs> just like my just like my kid tonight man it was uh, like <laughs> it was everyday occurrence at shoppers you know every, every, every night yeah tech fall you missed you missed the point of where uh i was i was telling brian in april uh gabriel fell off the couch and landed on his fucking head today and it was like in slow motion i just see his ass and his legs like going the other way and i'm like and it's like boom you hear it on the fucking floor and it's just like that bottle hey i told you that i told you that scary experience we had in disney right we were coming off the um i'm not fucking going to disney until this kid's 10 yeah well anyway you know you'll have a blast hey i think i think i'm banned from disney so let's get let's get let's let's get back to that hold on but so so brian you go first no no i'm coming off uh, coming off the bus and i got finley i'm trying to set up the stroller to put to put uh finley and actually we're going on the bus so uh you know i I hit the i guess release button on the um straps and i didn't get around to the side so she kind of was pushed back like this when she jumped up like mid air, and I wasn't able to get to her at time because I was at the side, and she came down on the concrete. It was like the scariest thing ever. So I didn't know how bad it was, and she just started hysterically crying. Everybody around us was like, like standstill, like just didn't know what to do. And uh, the bus driver, man, he like he came into action like real quick. Like he stopped the bus. He didn't care who was on it, who was getting on. Somebody took the bus away, and he came in. He's like, "You need anything, or whatever." She was okay, but it, it was man, it was so scary because like I didn't really drop my guard, but I was rushing, dude, and I was like, "I will not do that again, man." There's no, there's no like when you have kids, man. There's no point in like rushing anything. Like you just you got to get that safety under control, man. Yeah. Well, here, well. Yeah, well, here, here's the problem. See, I had a, I was in the middle of a beer. Yeah. And I, and, and I set him on the couch, and, I, and I'm, like, watching him, watching him. I'm going to go grab a toy for him. And I swear, the second my head's like this is when he starts leaning forward. And then when I look back, I didn't even grab the toy. I kept going like this. Yeah. Right? And so it's just, I, like, anyways, basically, rule number one for me now is if he's awake, yeah, I'm not drinking. Yeah, I wasn't even finished with the the, the first one beer. Yeah, no, but it's I mean, just, but it's just it, that that that's it. It's like I'm gonna be like 17 C4s into it, but I will I'll be zero beers into it if he's awake. No, oh, wow. 
Yeah, it's I do daddy daycare, man, and uh, you know, I drink during the day and stuff, but sometimes, yeah, you have to be careful. Nah, you gotta be careful. It's just, it's just gonna be like, I'm gonna look at the monitor. Okay, is he snoring? All right, I'll crack open one. Yeah, but no, it's just that's pretty much the fucking rule. If he's awake, I'm not drinking. And and to come to and come to realize, I think that was my dad's rule. Yeah. When I was growing up, like my dad never drank until I think I was like out of college, and then my dad started drinking. Oh, wow. like I was out of college, and my dad started, you know, like drinking. Damn. And now he's kind of a and now and and now in his like retirement age, my dad's a bit of a party monster. You know what I mean? Yeah. But oh, you're making up for lost time, man. I guess so. But yeah. like at, at this point, it's like if the kid's awake, I'm not drinking. I think that's gonna yeah. have to be the rule now. If or if I'm not there, <laughs> but if but like you know if I'm like home, yeah, in any way, shape, or form, like if I'm you know if I have to like be hands on at any moment, you know throughout the day, obviously it's either me and Melissa or it's me or it's Melissa, you know, I might be running errands. So it's Melissa, but I'm not going to be drinking and driving. Right. I get home and the kids still awake. Nothing. No, whatever. You know? If you guys get this Keaton text from me, man, you know that I'm having a struggling day. <laughs> Mr. Mom text, man. I'm losing. It, I dude. love those fucking texts from you, man. Like my whole, my whole, my whole thing, my whole thing, this quarantine was uh, the shining and your whole thing. This quarantine was Mr. Mom. <laughs> <laughs> you should have ran with the whole fucking like quarantine kind of a uh, rewriting of Mr. Mom, but from your point of view, <laughs> I couldn't tell you how many days I'm like, I did I sign up to be Mr. Mom? Like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> I loved your text. You should have started this whole Instagram campaign because I think I went from beginning to end with The Shining, but I rewrote it like uh, as as you guys saw. <laughs> The fucking March was it March fifteenth, I think, to like May fifteenth of the quarantine. You were you were going a little nuts over there. <laughs> Wait, dude, but, dude, but but you know what I've been listening to, man, talk about the quarantine uh, lately is Booker T. Have you been listening to his stuff? Booker T. Yeah, dude, he's so great. His podcasts are fucking phenomenal. So during the quarantine or he's talking about quarantine, like he's just talking about the quarantine, how he's like, he's 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 like so exhausted with the quarantine. <laughs> he was like, the fatigue is setting in <laughs> and like, like he's just and he's like talking about like all this old wrestling stuff. Yeah, that's been going on. And um, like he said, he's just been locked down in the house, like going nuts. Uh huh. Well, no, like, see, I'm familiar with Booker T's um, shoot interviews, you know, like his podcast shoot interviews. And like the shit that he talks about uh, is fucking phenomenal. Like when he starts uh, blabbing, you know, some, you know, like, like when he starts blabbing about some stuff, like he's so charismatic. You know, you know who else is charismatic? You is uh, what was his partner with Harlem Heat? It was Booker T and um, oh my god, who was his fucking partner with Harlem Heat with WCW? He hasn't wrestled in how many years now? Booker T retired. He's <sighs> well, no, he's um, no, he's um, he's wrestling with a uh, who's he wrestling with? 
Damn, Chris, what time reality, you get Reality wrestling. Reality of wrestling. You got to get up at 4.30 tomorrow, Chris? Yeah. 4.30? Pop. Yeah, 4.30. You made time for Zombie Squadcast? Wow, man. <laughs> yeah, but to be working with uh, food on the stove tomorrow. Dropping so off turkeys to every firehouse in the city. Every single one? Yeah, every single one. Is it just you and him going to every house, or do you got to drive? They got some other volunteers. I don't know who has confirmed yet, but that's where we're meeting up at, at 6 a.m. at the training academy Oof. and um, dropping off turkeys to the firehouses. You know, that's eh. what we do. That's what we do. Make sure 28 has a, a couple of them, man. You know, you're one to 28 and truck 14. You know, make sure we're square. Everybody's going to get one turkey. Hey, we could eat two over there. <laughs> one for the truck and one for the engine. <laughs> That's intense, man. <laughs> you got a double yeah, so time. so I'm gonna try to lock down Jonathan Tate. Get him. I've been wanting to to get the dude on a Zombie Squadcast, man, for some time. So I'm gonna see uh, about getting him on the show. Probably you help him. He helps you, dude. That's just the way it goes, man. You know. Yeah. Yeah, you're helping. you're probably gonna be on the news tomorrow. You know the news is gonna be there tomorrow. Wants to be pretty cool. They got yeah. nothing better to do. Scumbags. <laughs> <laughs> That's why Chris is doing it. He wants to be on the news tomorrow, man. No, it has nothing to do with that. No, you're a fucking star though. You know goddamn well what you're up to. No. I know exactly what you're up to. <laughs> Whatever, dude. You're a fucking star. <laughs> fucking Chris told you about how he was coming fucking up. Superhero. He was coming up. <laughs> <laughs> We went to a he always had some dude. Camera. He learned it from me. He learned it from me. He always knows how to end up in front of that camera. Like, <laughs> me and Chris went to a superstar, bar for baby. the government shutdown. But you're a fucking hero, though. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't dump on you at all. Because here's the thing. I mean, you might work your way on camera, but you're actually doing something to, to earn that. So. Me and Chris went to a bar and it was a government shutdown there and the news was there and they were trying to interview people that work for the government and they tried, they were talking to me and they're like, what do you do? I was like, I work 24 hours and drink my three days off. And they were like, I'll talk to you. Then they went to Chris and they were like, what do you do? And Chris is like, I work at the restaurant, but I'm off today. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so they were like, they were just keeping the camera away from us. They're like, like, I'm drinking, I'm drinking uh, Bud Light. <laughs> Like I told them, I was like, I just got off a of busy ambulance, and it was like ten in the morning, and we're drinking like fish. It was funny, man. You should have been like, I work for the government, but I'm not in shutdown right now. And there was one more because I'm an Justin essential Gregor. worker. Justin brothers, Gregor's brother-in-law was with us, and every ten seconds he was getting turned down by some girl. And it was like noon, and like he's talking to a girl. And I'm thinking everything's going good. And she turns around, she's like, I'm not going home with you tonight. I'm like, what happened, John, from the second that I was talking to you that I looked over to my brother? Like, what happened here? And uh, he dude's, was, a, dude's a creeper, bro. Creeper. He was creeping, bro. <laughs> he, I, I saw him get denied 16 times in a matter of five hours. We were there for five hours. I saw him get denied 16 times. I, I mean, credit, credit, you know, to him, but. He was getting shut down. It was a government shutdown, right? Who there. else? Who else? Who else is here worthy? Who else is here? Who else is here is worthy of the D? Who else? You come here. Let me talk to you real quick. No, okay, fine. Who else is worthy of the D? No one. Okay, bye. You're a dick. Okay, moving on. Next. 
It's a night out, baby. That's just a night out for me, man. It wasn't even a night. It was during the day. <laughs> That's a fucking daytime shit. Wow. It was like nine to five. <laughs> <laughs> you heroes. Uh... I don't hear his way capes, man. That's all I know. Heroes, you know what the the true heroes are? Heroes are like the regular guys that wake up every morning and then they get a distress call from the commissioner and they see a light in the sky. And so then they change into their cape and their costume and then they fly. Those are the real heroes. The real heroes are construction workers, man. Those are the real heroes. <laughs> I don't know if you ever work construction, man, but those are the real heroes, bro. So you guys are due for uh, the vaccine. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm out here ducking COVID-19 like White Goodman. <laughs> <laughs> what does that even mean? Who? The fuck is wh- who? White Goodman from Dodgeball. <laughs> oh, okay. How do you remember these people, man? Uh, Dude, this guy with his fucking references, man. He's a genius. <laughs> my brother my brother called me up he goes dude i don't know where tech gets his references from but that whole bit where dot where durko was at fucking moe's and chris was like made that barney gumble reference <laughs> he's like yo i don't know where this guy gets his you know his references from but they're genius absolutely genius Oh, man, I'm surprised me you were able to make it up this late, man. I don't even stay up past 9 o'clock. Try not to stay up past 9 at work. Or in- <laughs> hey, listen, I'm up all night, man. Yeah. Yeah. I'm you are night. you are a freak of nature, my friend. <laughs> me, or, me or you guys? You. Hey, listen. You would fit well. You would fit perfectly on an ambulance rotation, man. Be up all night. You're like, I'm good with it. No, you wouldn't because – the places that are up all night, they're up all day too. So you wouldn't be good with the Nelson too. Dude, he would be like, dude, he would be like Nicolas Cage <laughs> in that movie, Bringing Out the Dead. <laughs> that would be Nelson, bro. Yeah, we got to go get him. Who's that? We got to get him. Bring him <laughs> I don't, yeah, I'm not a, you're either a night person or you're not, man. And I, uh, yeah, I don't. The young guys on the job, man, they like to be up all night. And then the older guys want to. I see do them. like to see daytime at some point. Oh, you'll see daytime all right on the ambulance. You call me a night. You call me a night owl, but that's not exactly true because I have to wake up at the latest noon so I can enjoy the daytime. I can enjoy the day. Having more night is not a problem. I have to have some day. Yeah. So, like you know, on the road trip, there were remember on the road trip there were a couple of days we slept in and and like started at day started our days at like yeah at like four o'clock in the afternoon no there was <laughs> never that never that no we started day drinking at 10 or 11 and passed out on the beach and then started the real day at four but we were up during dude we drank for 19 straight days that <laughs> was, was a blast man that was a blast we gotta figure out a way to pull that off somehow again yeah, Chris, you might have to take a leave of absence next time. Three weeks. Actually, you could do trade. Chris, with our job, we can do trade. Chris could trade for a month straight. Well, if the show gets picked up, then we won't have to worry about that. And maybe Brian can quit the fucking fire department, too, and be a, be a S.H.I.E.L.D. member and sinister. 
through, man. Only or, got uh, left, man. Or uh, hopefully, or, I blink and it'll be over. <laughs> how much one do you have? Uh, Eleven and a half. That's it. Fuck that. Well, you that's, can't, dude. That's nothing. Eleven years. Yeah, but eh. you can't think well, of it that way because it's a Chris. Long, you a have Chris. You have twenty-three and a half. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. You can't think of it like that. You have to just roll with Fuck it. Fuck that. Because I started thinking like that like six months ago, and then months felt like six years. So, dude, Durka was like, "I'm gonna, re- I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna early retire." I'm like, "What? What does that mean? What does that mean? Early retire?" Hey man, whatever. If you make enough money at thirty, how old is he? Thirty-nine. Fuck it. I mean, he's got to put a million dollars in the stock market. Oh, I'll and- tell you what that means. That means he's gonna. No, I'm just fucking with you. Oh, and back to it. Uh, I'll tell you offline. <laughs> so I saw your new episode. It was pretty cool, man. Your new guest. Uh, Zombies. Yeah. 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 Zombie squad cast. Yeah. yeah. She's fan. She's, she was fantastic. Yeah. Who's that? Uh, Mish Collins. She's a, she's a English teacher in Atlanta, Georgia. Filmmaker, producer, writer, um, yeah, she's she she's fucking phenomenal. She's a great guest. And um, at some point, you know, I've got a whole bunch of new guests lined up. If I can fucking pull them all off, but eventually, I want to start having round tables with them and one of you, and 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 then round tables with a couple of them, and then you, and then a couple of round tables, and then both of you and like have round tables of like five or six of us and yeah have like recurring guests at some point but you know i was hoping paul was going to show up i was hoping dirk was going to show up but but yeah mish collins yeah production the 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 production house in atlanta georgia she's yeah she's fucking awesome and uh a lot of good insight, man. We had we had a blast talking about shit. And her dad's a vet, so talked a little bit about that stuff. How's Big Mike doing, man? I know you guys. Uh, yeah, he's coming tomorrow. Did I tell you that Chris is coming tomorrow? He's staying with us tomorrow night. No, I don't. I don't know anything. Uh, well, he just figured it out today. Mom's going to Pennsylvania, and Big Mike's coming here. So yeah. that's cool. So yeah, I'm looking at. I'm looking forward to having. Brandon Meeks on the show, man. Brandon Meeks. So I have two. So so I have a couple of ideas for, for you as far as you running a podcast. So if there's a 50-50 shot, I can make it to the show. I want to make it to the show so it can be produced at the level that I produce things. But I, I'm going to sit back and just direct the show and be kind of a co-host. I'm going to let you run it. Or you run it from your Zoom standpoint. It's just you two. All you got to do is hit record. But you're gonna be you're gonna you're gonna be running the show. Chris, why do you look like you get smacked by a fucking train, man? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? What are you talking about? He he always gets the sniffles. He he has oh, one, he like he has one sip of beer. He has one <laughs> sip of beer, he gets the sniffles. That's all it is. He's, he, he's completely fine. Oh, okay. he, what he does not what he does not do. <laughs> 
I told him this six years ago. He chugs monsters and Red Bulls. And he shouldn't <laughs> be doing that. You need to, you, dude, C4, everybody thinks C4 is only a pre-workout. C4 is basically Red Bull without the shit. Well, it gives you it everything. Ni- ni- it has niacin in there too, man. So what? What does niacin do? <laughs> what did you drink today, Chris? <laughs> six Red Bulls? <laughs> no. no. Two Red Bulls. Two Red Bulls. God damn, son. <laughs> How many Red Bulls? No Red Bulls today. Okay, Monsters. No. Oh, you don't like Monsters. And Chris doesn't drink Monsters. I was never a real, I was never a real big monster guy. <laughs> monster Zero is is way better than... Um... Oh, man. So, yeah, anyways, if you can make it on the show, that would be great. I mean, I would love to have you on the show. That's and that's this coming Monday, right? Yeah. So I didn't even know you had you have your own show. Nelson has his own show. I have no idea what's going no, on. No, it's 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 the same show. <laughs> but I just reached out to another guest. Yes, he booked a guest for this podcast. Okay, I got zombie you. zombie squadcast is a podcast, but we we're all zombie squad. So Brian, if you wanted to bring a guest on. You can book guests for this sh- fucking show. I would happily take them. But if you want, if you want to be the host of that episode, okay, I got you. We could jump on this, and I could direct it as far as this whole studio production value goes. Or you could just call somebody on Zoom and record the Zoom, and I could take the video files and I could edit it. Okay, I got you. And that's what I told Chris to do, but. At the same time, if I'm available Monday the thirtieth, Chris. Yeah, the thirtieth. So it's a fifty-fifty shot. I'm available Monday the thirtieth. I mean, I'll send you the I'll send you the link. Of course, of course. Now, if I no, jump, if on, you can now, jump in, I'll send Don the link too if he wants to jump in. But I, I highly doubt that <laughs> he'll be able to do it. Right. I just I just told him saying, "Hey, my partner may jump in." You know, yeah, if you yeah, jump yeah. in, that's cool. If not, whatever. Right. We'll with it. But regardless of whether I jump in or not, you're running that episode. Yeah. You're you're, you're the host, and you're gonna and yeah, and, absolutely. And and you're like because I I know a lot about the guy. Yeah. Because we've been we've been kind of like chit chatting back and forth a little bit, and like he's and like I bought his new album. I was like, okay, I'll support you. Like he sent me his link. He's like, once you, you buy my new album, I said, yeah, sure, no problem one artist to another and like he's like he showed me like all his whole his youtube channel and stuff like that which that's how we started linking up it was like i followed him on uh instagram or facebook and then that's how we kind of linked up because one producer to another he's like more jazz influential you know he's in a band and stuff like that and he plays the bass like yeah and that's how we kind of got connected in the first place. And, I, and then, like, I I reached out to him and said, hey, why don't, you, why don't you come on our show? I think you'd be a great guest. You know, we have a lot to talk about. And he was like, oh, I'm, I'm totally down. Let's do this. Oh, yeah. So that's pretty much how it worked out. And maybe oh. he has some other artist that, that wants to jump on, you know? Yeah. So... Or maybe we could collaborate on a track or something. I mean, that could work out too. I'm all for it, man. So, 
Tool, I think I got to get off of here, man. All right. Before I go to sleep here. You think you got to get off or you know you got to get off? It's like. <laughs> I got to get off. <laughs> <laughs> Just say it. Say, dude, I got to get off. I can't be, I can't be on a show any, any longer. Hey, you guys are night owls, Chris, man. You'll be up all night. And, uh, <laughs> <you know? laughs> yeah, man. Hey, no worries, brother, man. Hey, uh, we'll, we'll catch up. Uh, me, me and Tech will close, the, close this out. But uh, yeah, man. It was a blast having you on, and uh, we definitely got to do this more often. Dude, you're looking like George Costanza at, more every day. Somebody said I looked 55 at work yesterday. Dude, like, you do look 55. I'm 40. Do I, was, I look 40 I, to you? If I was 55, I'd be able to retire, though, Dan. I would just let me roll. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Based on your looks, they should just retire you. <laughs> oh. Oh, was that a low blow? <laughs> Hey, give, me, give, me the, give me the pension, man. Give me the pension. Give me the pension. We should be called the Tech Brothers, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'll split my name in half. I'll be Tech and you'll be Fall, all right? You know, the funny thing is, <laughs> people on the job know that uh, Chris is on the job. They don't even know I'm on the job. Like, I, knew, I knew Chris, but he's a brother that's on the job. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Networks, I'm a hermit, dude. You know? Funny. <laughs> Yeah, my chief was like, is your brother on the job? I'm like, yeah, he's over at 28. He's like, oh, no wonder. <laughs> They're like, dude, I thought he died like 10 years ago. <laughs> you ever seen a long cape poly? He was like, what have you been doing? He goes, dude, I thought you died like 10 years ago. <laughs> well, I'm in the retirement battalion. You may as well hear <laughs> Chris will tell you the battalion I'm in is the slowest battalion in the fire department. And we're like, we're people that have been beat up in other places. You know what I mean? It's not that we haven't been to fires. You know what I mean? We're just, you know, older. <laughs> funny. Cool. Right, I'll, let you, I'll let you guys finish up, man. I'll see well, you hey, there. hey, man, you have a, have a great holiday. Uh, you know, kiss the kids for me, Nolan and Finley. And uh, um, I talked to April, but say, you know, say happy holidays to uh, Big Mike sharing April for me, and you know, stay in touch. Got to got to do more roundtables like this, man. This is fun. Yeah, yeah it was great, man. Cool. All right, Tech, you're not going anywhere yet. All right, <laughs> yeah. all right, Brian. Yeah, dude. <laughs> dude, how'd you get that guy on the show? Is is remarkable. Well, I said, hey, come on the show. It's, it's impeccable. It's impeccable. So, so, yeah, we got a big fight coming up, man. November 28th. Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones Jr., man. Roy Who do Jones, you got? What are you talking about? What? It's this weekend, man, the 28th of November. It's happening. Who do, who do I have? You want to take bets? Mike Tyson or Roy Jones Jr., man. I'll do a fight. And, you know, and you, know where, you know who it's going to sponsor it? Viagra. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, man! Are you fucking kidding me, dude? This dude, it's not for real. It's it's a. This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. It's a for real thing. They've been trying to get this thing together for some time now. We talked about it on the show a while we talk, ago. We, well, we talked about it like two months ago. Yeah, and it's finally going down it's finally this weekend. Happening. Roy Jones Jr. Saturday night, Mike Tyson. Roy Jones is 51. Tyson, I think, is 60 to 60. No, he's 54 years old. Tyson's 54? 
54 or 56. Roy Jones might be 54. What in the shit is this thing I'm looking at right now? Their combined age is over 100 years. (laughs) (laughs) It's on pay-per-view. It's an exhibition match. Oh, my God. This is awful. Why would anybody want to do this, though? Hold on. What the hell? Allow. Wait a minute. I'm trying to screen share. Host disabled participant screen share. No, I did not. All right. Now I got to go to all these other dumbass settings. See, this is the bullshit, man. All right. All right. Who do you got, man? Who do you got? Um, I have Roy, jo- Roy Jones Jr., honestly. Really? Yeah. Uh, hold on. Uh, <laughs> is it by is it by DQ? <laughs> no. Does he win by? No, I just have disqual- Roy Does he win by disqualification? No, I just I have no. You think have- Mike Mike is gonna do some bizarre stuff? Nope. Nope. All I have no. Nope. You think I he's just- like gonna hit him in the nuts or something or bite his ear? Jesus Christ. Um. No. You think, just, he's just, you think he's just going to win legitimately? I have Roy Jones Jr. as winner of the fight. In what round? You got to make, come on, man. You got to make it interesting. <laughs> make it interesting. All right. So what, how, how far do rounds go these, these days? Oh, uh, they might be going eight rounds. It's going to probably, because that's an a, exhibition mount. Yeah. It's exhibition an exhibition. Act? So that's probably eight to 10, right? I think it's eight rounds. Usually exhibition matches don't go 12 rounds. Well, I and, and honestly, I don't think they could make 12 rounds. Either one of them. They would be like, I'm done. <laughs> I'm, I quit. Um, well, first off, I'm annoyed because this stupid piece of crap is not letting me do a screen share for my other computer. All right, forget it. It's not going to happen. You're not, folks. You're not going to see a fucking screen share of the poster. So, all right, let's take a look. Um, Google. Are we still recording now? Let me make sure we're still recording and we're still live. All right, we're still live. That's good. That's good. That's good to know. All right, so exhibition boxing match rules. Eight rounds, lasting two minutes each. Yeah. So, all right, all right. So uh, Tyson versus Jones Jr. rules. It has been sanctioned as an exhibition bout. It will take place over eight rounds, lasting two minutes each. The boxers will not be required to wear headgear which is a fucking shame. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, dude, this is like, dude, listen, listen, they should just, they should, they should just walk out with fucking headgear on. Dude, this, this is like when Rocky Balboa fought Antonio Tarver, you know, and 
in Rocky Balboa, the movie. Remember, he came back. Antonio he was like, Tarver? oh, Mason, the Dixon line. Yeah, yeah Mason, okay. the Dixon line. But he was a real boxer. Who, yeah. what, what was his name? Antonio Tarver was the real boxer's name. OK, OK. He actually fought Roy Jones Jr. OK. Twice, two or three times. No strip. Um, during about during that same time they were filming the movie, he was a champ at the time. Okay. But I guess they got something left in the basement. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Remember, he's like, Rock, whatever you got in the basement. <laughs> Let it out. Let it out. <laughs> dude, dude, why the fuck won't screen share work for me right now? I'm really blown right now. <sighs> More. Um, hey, fuck it. Make a host. Fuck it. I'll make I'll, I'll make my other uh, I'll make my other self a host. There we go. Ah, that's what it was. That's what it was. <laughs> now, now I know it. Now I know it. See, folks watching, you have to let multiple participants. All right. Dude, they should have had Don King promote this fucking thing. <laughs> no, they should, no, they should not have. No. And they should have Mills Lane ref this joint. No. Don King, I don't know. I don't, I'm not even going to touch upon Don, Don King. Don King, Mills Lane as the ref. It would be epic, dude. Yeah. It's going down, dude. I can't wait. I'm excited. You like this shit, don't you? Dude, I'm a big boxing fan, dude. So here, so here we go. We got we got Mike Tyson. All right, so we were going over the rules. And I'm gonna fix. I'm gonna fix something here. So what do we got here? We got that, and then we got that. Dude, I hope Mike Tyson doesn't quit this time. Did he quit last time? <laughs> yeah, last time. He fought this big Irish dude, man. Like, he wouldn't get off of his stool in the sixth round. And they're like, all right, this dude is done. They caught off the fight. Well, I mean. Danny McBride is who he fought. That was in uh, 2000. Danny McBride is who who fought. Mike Tyson fought. Maybe it was uh, 2002 or 2003 is what he fought. That was his last fight. And after the sixth round, he wouldn't get up. <laughs> wow. He wouldn't, he wouldn't get out of his corner. Who wouldn't get out of whose corner? Mike Tyson wouldn't get out of his corner. <laughs> after the round, <laughs> he was done. Mike Tyson wouldn't get out of his own corner. Yeah, he quit. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I mean, I probably would too, to be honest with you. Dude, the guy that he fought was almost seven foot tall. Oh, I mean, come on, man. <laughs> Take it easy on the guy. These guys are old. But I'll, uh, I gotta, you know, it would be nice if I had this fucking show pre-produced and set up before 
I tried any of this other bullshit. I'm slacking here. You suck, Nelson. You suck. You are god awful. <laughs> Something like that. You dick. Let's see here. Binks. All right. So, yeah. So, as you can see here, now, there's a bunch of bullshit hype. I don't know. They want, they want me to watch this fucking video or something. I'm not going to do that. No, I'm not going to watch the video because I'm going to get tagged with a fucking copyright infringement. All right. <laughs> look, at these, <laughs> look at these two guys, man. <laughs> Why the fuck? Dude, exhibition bout. All right. It has been sanctioned as an exhibition bout. It will take place over eight rounds, lasting 10 minutes each. The boxers will not be required to wear headgear. So what if they just both walked out with headgear? <laughs> <laughs> you said we weren't required to, but we both decided to. It's a they, safety thing. <laughs> they will be wearing 12. Yeah, it's a safety thing. They will be wearing 12-ounce gloves. If either boxer suffers a bad cut, the bout is over. No knockouts allowed. No knockouts allowed. What? No knockouts allowed? So tapping each other? Tip tap, tip tap, tip tap, dance? Yeah, it's tap, it's definitely going to be like that that Rocky Balboa. No official last fight. No official winner would be declared. I don't have a fucking bet on this then. No official winner declared. <laughs> then it's not a fucking fight. Not, it's not even an exhibition match if no official winner is declared. You can have an official winner for exhibition bat, a, exhibition match. Now, granted, the only exhibition match I've ever remember was uh, uh, that fight between uh, Ivan Drago and Apollo Creed in Vegas and, and then Rocky Balboa and Ivan Drago in Russia. Yeah, where he killed him. <laughs> well, when Ivan Drago killed Creed and then and then Rocky killed Ivan Drago emotionally and morally and metaphorically. Those are the only two exhibition matches I've ever watched. But as far as I'm concerned, there was an oh oh Hulk Hogan uh, versus Rocky Balboa was an exhibition match. That was that, you mean um you mean um Thunderlips yeah. versus Rocky Balboa? That was an exhibition match, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Now weren't all three of those exhibition matches, did they not have an official winner declared? Well, the one, he killed him. He killed Apollo Creed, so that was over. And then the other one, I think it was a draw. It was a draw. They oh, they, they right. called it, it was, a draw it was between a draw between Thunderlips and Rocky Balboa. It was a draw. Remember? Yeah, I remember. And the guy and the guy was like, "Thank God!" and threw the microwave. And left. <laughs> yeah. All right. So the main card. You got a bunch of cards on here, but. So wait a minute, Tyson and Jones Jr. They are, the fight of the night. And it's an exhibition match. What the See, fuck? I, I, I don't agree with that. What in the actual fuck has happened to boxing? Where you get two guys sponsored by AARP. (laughs) 
<laughs> their combined age is 105 years old. <laughs> That's over a century long, dude. Don't joke, man. Don't joke, man. You and I are like VA benefits central right now. So you talk all that trash, man, but we're up there, dude. So what fight was that? That I'm looking at right here. Uh, that I cannot tell you. That I don't know. That was that was back in the eighties, I think. Yeah. It might have been Michael Spanks. Okay. Because he knocked out Michael Spanks. Um But this is what we're looking at right now. And Tyson has been on ed on air on record as saying that he doesn't work out anymore no he's he's been working out legitimately dude for this yeah maybe, maybe for this but for the last year he's been on record saying like he does not even go into the he doesn't go in the gym and hit bags he doesn't do that he well, doesn't he, pound he looked he, he looks in phenomenal shape they like, gotta check out his youtube videos well i'm not calling a fucking winner because based on based on the rules i'm looking at it's just this is just nonsense I'm not going to make a bet if no official winner can be declared. I mean, they should fight with six ounce gloves, bro. And headgear. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, man. That's over, man. That's Dunzo's. I'm not. They should should fight in the bare knuckle fighting championship, man. I'm not buying that, man. That's that's Dunzo's, man. I mean, it's just. Who needs that? Who needs that aggravation? Oh. Hey, millions of people are going to be buying that joint on pay-per-view. Um, the, yeah, I know. That's the fucking problem. And I bet you Dumb King is in, involved in it. <laughs> Scumbag. Absolutely, he's involved. Why not? Why wouldn't he be? I'm sure Donald Trump's going to be involved. <laughs> I don't think Donald Trump's going to be involved in, in, in much of anything uh, quite soon. So what's, what's the date on this fight? The 28th of November. It's this weekend. What? Yeah. Holy crap. It's this Saturday. This Saturday. So what are the chances? Oh, you work that day. No, you're off that day. You could watch that fight that day. You think we could possibly stream that and do a and do a live reaction podcast watch of that? It's a possibility. Possibility. Okay. I'll work on that. Uh, so the 28th at what time do you think? What time does the whole night start? It probably starts at nine o'clock. Main the whole event. Night, the, the, whole, main, the main the, event. The main event probably starts at midnight. Oh, God. Who needs that fucking aggravation? Or well, one. I'll tell you. Oh, one. It's in Los Angeles, dude. It's in Pacific time. Oh, shit. That's true. So if it's 8 p.m. That means it's always, it's always it's, later yeah, on the yeah, East Coast. If, so, so if they get to them, if they get to like the main card, the first all, fight of the main card at 8. It also depends if all the preliminary fights go the distance. Mm-hmm. You no, know, you know, it's not like MMA, MMA. Like MMA, like you, you might have four people get knocked out in the first round. Well, you got a preliminary card of three. And let's say that's just going 12 rounds each at two minutes each. That's 
that's 12 rounds at two. So 12 rounds at two, it's 24 minutes plus 30 second breaks. So that's six. So, so 12 times two is 28 plus six is 34. So let's say 35 minutes per fight at the max, everything, they always draw it out, man. It's all fixed. So they think it adds and, 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 and bullshit. It's all fixed. You know that, right? So there's no point in fucking watching any of this bullshit. I mean, the best thing to do is stream it. Right. There's always, there's always a link you can, you can look up on the internet to see what the link is. Right. Somebody's streaming the joint. Have you got the if you got the fire stick, you can try to stream it. I have a way to stream it. I'll I mean, you're okay. you're like a you're like a streaming guru. Well, no, I mean, I'll stream it to the sh- I'll stream it to the podcast, but I can buy the fight because I can do that because I got those ducats because I got all the investment properties out here in Maryland, West Virginia, <laughs> and way out in uh, the Canadian border. Nope. Which is not really the Canadian border because it's like still like forty five minutes away. It's yeah, it's across the street from Moe's Bar. I mean Springfield. Canadian border to me, I mean it's like you drive five minutes, you're you're over in Canada. Now, <laughs> let's not talk shit about Durko unless Durko's gonna be on here to talk shit to to to, to talk shit back. So let's not talk shit about Durko unless he's here to defend himself. Just the problem is Durko's never here on the fucking show. He's like, oh, man, dude, I'm driving back from Jersey. Oh. oh. <laughs> We're about to go off the air. <laughs> oh. What? The, your camera ain't working. I'm driving. I'm here. I'm driving. I'm here. I'm here, man. I'm here. But let's not talk trash about the kid until uh, um, we, we only talk trash about the guy if he's here to talk trash back. So uh, it's Thanksgiving, holidays, man. Planes, trains, and automobiles. Dude, have you seen the movie Dutch? Yes. Dude, that's a classic Thanksgiving movie, bro. Planes, trains, and automobiles, man. Heart, heartbreaking, dude. Heartbreaking. Oh, son-in-law. Don't forget son-in-law. Another Thanksgiving yeah, movie. Yeah, dude, that's the, sec- that's the second best one. See, Dutch was pretty good. Dutch was awesome, dude. I love that movie. I, not, I people, might, not a lot of people know about that movie. I might have to watch it again because I probably, I'm probably not appreciating it as much as I should be. Was Uncle Buck Thanksgiving or Christmas? No, it had nothing to do with it, either one. He was, he was visiting because... Um, was it just winter? Wait. No, his brother, yeah, it was just a winter time. Like his his brother's um wife's father had a heart attack. But it had nothing to do with Christmas or Uncle Buck's sister-in-law's father had a heart attack. Yeah. It's still it's still like that that's like Thanksgiving Christmas worthy though. Uncle Buck is. Dutch, I'm Dutch. I would have Dutch have to check up on, but son-in-law. Yeah, you're right. Son-in-law is like the second best Thanksgiving movie, dude. Like so fucking good, dude. But yeah, because he came there during for Thanksgiving. Okay. Paulie oh, Shore did. Yep. Yep. Oh, dude. and Dutch Ed O'Neill was picking up 
that kid that played Rusty in which one in the Vegas Vacation. Oh, oh! He oh. also played in I "Can't Hardly Wait." Can't hardly wait. It was the star. Can't hardly wait. It was. It yeah, was okay. But he was a lot younger then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he was picking him up yeah. for Thanksgiving to bring him back. Dude, honestly, there's not many Thanksgiving movies, dude. Not. Unfortunately, it's it sucks. There's a thousand Christmas movies out there, but there's only like three classic thanksgiving movies son-in-law when they were about to like defeather the turkey and he came back to life and he was like live live <laughs> bra, bra. <laughs> fucking fantastic man dude planes trains automobiles is like the number one man it's fucking it's heartbreaking i it's- mean did, did you like the remake of due date due date was kind of like the same lines of Trains, planes, and automobiles. Yeah, you're right, but it was for like a pregnancy instead of Thanksgiving. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was. It was right. It was the same. It was pretty much a remake. Yeah, right. It was a remake. I love Due Date. Due Date's fucking hilarious. Yeah, Robert Downey Jr. I mean Todd Phillips. I love Todd Phillips. Daredevil, Deadpool, right? Todd Phillips, the director of. of due date, he directed Joker, right? Yeah, yeah. Actually, he did direct Joker. You're, you're, oh, Hangover. He Hangover. He did direct Joker, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Todd Phenomenal Trump. director, dude. He yeah. he directed Road Trip. Like he's the guy on he old school when he's Trip. like, yeah, he, he's the guy on uh on old school. Where he's like, I'm here for the gangbang. <laughs> oh yeah, he like, he pulls a cameo on some of the movies. Like he was, he he was in due date. He did pull a cameo in due date. Oh, okay. He's like nobody gets a perm anymore, dude. <laughs> he goes, is that hold on, wait a minute, is that a perm? <laughs> in what? In due date. With, oh. When when he was picking up weed. And he had a perm. And he was like, it's a perm. And he's like, don't tell me that's a perm, dude. He goes, he yeah. I, I think in real life he's like he just has a he's a he has a jufro. Yeah. Well But he of, was saying yeah. that he had a he had a perm. Oh okay. Old school. He directed old school uh well hold on, let's see his director reel because I'm looking at something else here. Director reel con- includes the Hulk Hogan biopic coming out soon. Joker, War Dogs, Hangover One, Two, and Three. Due date. School for Scoundrels, Starsky and Hutch, Old School, Road Trip. Road Trip was fucking phenomenal. Dude. dude. It really is fucking phenomenal. Yeah, he really had a cameo when he was licking that girl's toes. He's like, what him. are you doing? <laughs> he is such a creepo. He always wants to put himself somewhere. But dude, his, his, dude his, his master work was Joker. I can't wait to see what he does with the Hulk Hogan biopic. But his masterpiece, obviously, is the Joker. It goes without saying. Oh, hands down. Absolutely. Second 100%. best Second best is The Hangover. And I say, mm, well, okay, maybe second best is Old School. Third best is Hangover. Fourth best is Road Trip. Well, I, I, would, I would, second best is Old School and tied for third would be Hangover and Road Trip. Todd Phillips, I mean, he does not have that many writer-director credits, but all his writer-director credits stand out. 
Like he is like the Tarantino of comedies. Like I Tar- mean, I, I love the Farley brothers too. Yeah, but the Farley brothers have some skunkers, man. And Todd Phillips <laughs> does not have any skunkers. The wor- his, his his biggest skunker is Hangover Three. Yeah, what, that, movie, what, that movie was terrible. It was not. It was I mean, all right. It was I all mean, right. It, it was all right, but but it did not need to be made. I, they should have just okay, left that to Hangover Two. True, true. It didn't have to be made, but the fact that it was made and it was because it was because it was because the the first two movies were such a success. Yeah, so we're like, we got to make a third one. The third one was just, was a success. It wasn't as good as the first two. You can't judge how good the movie was on how good its predecessors were. See, that's the thing. Like that is that is formulaic. Die Hard 2 was not as good as 1 and 3. Was Die Hard 2 good, though? Is Die yeah. Hard 2 a good action movie? Yeah, it's a good action movie. Is it a good movie? Just like Lethal Weapon 1, Lethal Weapon 2, you got to put those in the same category. Lethal Weapon, as, but no, Lethal Weapon 1. As, as Die Hard. No, not. Okay, they're in the same category. They're in, but, that's what I'm saying. They're in the same but category. Lethal, but Lethal Weapon 1, 2, and 3 are all good movies. Lethal Weapon 4 was okay but lethal weapon one two and three are good all all of them are good movies but which one's better and which one's worse but are they bad no that's the no, problem I- that's the problem with when people are judging hangover three was not as good as two and one but was hangover three shit it wasn't it wasn't a shit movie it just wasn't as good as the so it's so Hangover 1 is the number one best one. Hangover 2 is the number two best Hangover movie. Hangover 3 is the third best Hangover movie. <laughs> it, okay, but Hangover 3 is still good. Hangover 3 was still funny. It was still out, outrageous. It wasn't as good as the first two, but it was still good. See, we, we automatically have this idea that a sequel has to be better than its predecessor but it doesn't it doesn't because at the end of the day it's a separate movie even though it follows the story of the first one it's its own movie you're there there's just going to be things that it can't measure up to or it's just going to be things that they slipped up on man i mean fuck Star, I think Return of the, I think Return of the Jedi is the best one. Everyone says Empire Strikes Back is the best one, but when I first saw Star Wars, which is now the 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 very first Star Wars, which everyone calls Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope, I thought that was the cat's meow. And then I saw Empire Strikes Back which was at the time the second Star Wars movie ever made. I thought that was the best one. And then I saw the third one. I thought that was the best one because you had Ewoks, you had speeder bikes, you know, you had the, the, the best lightsaber fight ever made, you know, and then he saved Darth Vader. I always thought Return of the Jedi was the best Star Wars movie ever made, but, 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 now everybody that's judging all these movies is saying Empire Strikes Back is the best Star Wars ever made. But to me, the third one was. So for you to say Hangover Part 3 is shit, well, it's not as good as Hangover 2 and 1. But Hangover Part 3 is still it's a it's a funny movie. It was a decent movie. It was a good movie. 
even let, let's you know the best example is Mission Impossible Two. Everybody shitted on Mission Impossible Two. Everybody shitted on it, and especially when Mission Impossible Three came out, they said Mission Impossible Three was the best one. I think Mission Impossible Two is a good movie. Still to this date, I think Mission Impossible One and Mission Impossible Fallout are the best two ever made. Yeah. The very first Tom Cruise Mission Impossible movie. Mission Impossible, 1996, I think it was. Mission Impossible with Tom Cruise, I think, still is one of the best ones with Mission Impossible Fallout, are the, are the best two. I think Mission Impossible 2, which I think came out in 99 or 2000, I think is good. Everyone's like, it's the shittiest movie of the series. It's not a shitty movie. It's the less best one, but it's still a fucking good action movie you know i mean it's it's good it's not terrible every but you know it's like you can't judge a movie on its predecessor you can't judge a movie if it's a you can't judge a movie if it's a sequel and you can't judge it on its predecessor you can't if the movie has shitty fucking acting which x-men 3 had shitty acting shitty story shitty special effects it had shitty X-Men 3 is a pretty shitty movie. And, and, and X-Men 3 is not as bad as X-Men Origins, which is a prequel to the X-Men movies. X-Men Origins is pretty fucking bad. But still, yeah. but still X-Men 3 and X-Men Origins is still watchable. People dump on those movies so bad, and they're not that bad. Why are you huffing and puffing? Are you run, you got to pee? No, I'm good. Oh, okay. You're like huffing and puffing. Like, I thought you are like... You're losing your breath over something. Like getting you hyped up or something? No. <laughs> so, I mean, planes, trains, and automobiles, man. That's probably something I'm going to watch tomorrow before Thanksgiving dinner. It's heartbreaking, dude. That is a hard movie to watch. Yeah, it's rough. It's a classic, though. It is. It is. But Dutch, that might be something I got to watch but uh, Dutch is definitely something I might have to check out. Again, I know I've seen it because I was always like, "That's it." That, I mean, that's, it's it's that's a, Al Bundy. It's one of those movies that's hard to find. Like, it's not oh, on no, Netflix. It's, it's, not. It's, it's it's not on Netflix. Like, I mean, it's not on the main streaming services. Oh, I'll tell everybody. What, I'll tell everybody what's on right now. Hold on, just one damn second. Because there is a website called Just Watch, Just Watch, and I will actually screen share this motherfucker right now. So this website's called Just Watch. Oh, I know Just Watch. So you type in Dutch, and there it is, Dutch. And Dutch is available on Jack fucking shit. Dutch is not available on anything. You're absolutely right, sir. No streaming services whatsoever. Yeah. All right. All right. You're right. So. What are you looking at? Reading the book? Nah, these these lyrics I've been writing, man. Hey, you want to spit something for us before we uh, close out? 
I'll spit it when it's ready to, man. Oh, okay. On that, right. that, that new track I've been working on. That new track, huh? That new Jimmy joint? Yeah. All right. I'll wait. Yeah, working on a new single, man. I mean, listen, I'm patient. Patience is the podcast, you know? Yeah. It's called Rise Above the Madness. Rise Above the Madness. Yeah. It's been a crazy year. You know, like, since we're in quarantine, like, I started, I started writing again. And, like, I, I got real deep in this track. I started producing. Um, kind of got a, a jazzy, influential vibe to it. As you want to call it, like, something real mellow, something cool, something chill to rise above all the madness, you know, that's been going on. Like, since it's this quarantine, I was like, man, I need to write something down. I need to write something, like, straight from the heart, you know? And just, like, all the bullshit with being locked down, locked in place, and just being fatigued with the quarantine and this COVID-19. So... I bought myself, like, like went, went out, man, bought this joint for, like, $2, man. You know? It's kind of like a journal that I've been writing, and and just, like, I haven't written anything in a long time. Like, I wanted to get back into actually, like, recording some of my thoughts down, so I produced this beat, like, straight up from scratch and started just writing my thoughts and ideas down, man, and came up with something dope. And I'm going to be recording it on... Uh, in the near future, man, during this quarantine. So I'm just, I'm just, that's what I've been doing, man. Just keeping positive and staying motivated, whatever it is that motivates people. Like, this is my motivation right here, man. This is my book, my Bible. I write my thoughts down and just get it on paper and then put it, record it, man. And it's going to be a new single that's going to be dropping. It's going to be dope. It's going to be fresh. It's going to be hot. And I'm excited for everybody to hear it, you know? I'm excited. So, yeah. It's it's a dope track, man. I like it. I like the sound of it already. Yeah. Yeah, Rise Above the Madness, man. Okay. All right. Well, you heard heard it here. Uh, I can't wait to hear this track, Rise Above the Madness. um, Because that's what you got to do, man. You got to rise above all this madness that's been going on in the world, you know? Like, it's all, a lot of it's been negative, man, but you got to find a way to to think positive, man, or just rise above all this madness that's been happening in this world, man. Whether Whether it's politics, whether it's violence, you know, whether it's addiction or whatever that you're trying to rise above man rise above all that all that stuff and, and that's what this uh this new track is all about it's just rising above the madness you know mm-hmm. and, and f- figure out whatever way that you can rise above and just do it whether it's helping people out or uh or writing lyrics or going out to the gym and you know, meditating or doing whatever you got to do to rise above it, you know, because we all locked down. We all we, we all dealing with this for a, for a minute and we all been dealing with this for a hot minute. It's been going on for eight months now. So if you can find some peace and harmony within yourself, you know, that's what you got to do. That's what this track's all about, man. Rising above. You know, that's that's really all I got, man. OK. I like that. I like it. So, I so like, like some of it, 
that that I've written is about the quarantine, and some of it is just like trying to find peace, and like every everything that I write down, I'm like I'm kind of switching it up a little bit, like man, maybe this will flow better. This is what I'm really thinking about, you know, like I'm in isolation right now, you know what I'm saying? We're all like trying to stay safe and 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 doing what's righteous, man. You know. And not getting caught up in all the bullshit. Yeah. So that's why, man, people need to tune into this podcast, man. Zombie Squadcast. You know, we bring a lot of positivity to this world, man. Bringing a lot of different artists that, that come on our show um, with different perspectives on life or what they're doing during the quarantine to stay positive, whether they're writing, whether they're directing, whether they're producing music. You know, we all got to stick together, man, and and come one. You know, that's what this podcast is all about, man, being locked down in the quarantine and everybody just speaking the, the, speaking from different spectrums man you know and just he- hearing what everybody else is going through in the world because everybody that comes on the show they, you know they're from different different walks of life whether they're from baltimore city um los angeles new jersey dc philly new york you know we're um london you know all walks of life but we all got to stay positive, man, and stay focused, man. In the year, when all this is over, man, we'll have some products to push out. Yeah. You know, people are still doing it, man. They're still making music. Like, they're still writing albums. Like, the, it hasn't slowed down. It gives people a time to, like, write lyrics, man. Like, during this quarantine, like, I bought this book. I haven't written shit in years. I was like, man, you know what? I bought myself a microphone. Bought some new gear during this quarantine. I was like, you know what? I'm going to start writing lyrics again, man. Why not? You know, yeah. like, instead of thinking negative, like, I was like, man, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to do something positive during this quarantine. I'm going to get myself a microphone. And you know me, like, I've always been inspired by music. And you're like, man, you should start writing again. Like, so many people came up to me, they're like, man, you need to start, you need to start writing and start spitting bars again. You know, no, like that's, yeah, that's what kind of motivated me. Like it, so many yeah. people came up to me and said, man, why'd you, why'd you stop? You need to, you need to continue that, man. You got a lot of talent. So I bought this book and just started jot down my ideas, made this track and I'm going to just continue to keep pressing on. There you go. You know, some motivation, like I'm 40 years old, but that shouldn't, that shouldn't hence me from stopping, you know, like just because I'm getting older, doesn't mean shit. Right, like I mean, shit. Mike Tyson, he's fighting at fifty-four years old, man. I mean, that if that's not motivation enough, I mean, yeah, a lot of people are making fun and we joke, but I mean, hey, he has some motivation to get. Listen, listen, writing and rapping is different than fucking fighting. (laughs) But I'm just saying, though, he's fifty-four years old. You're right. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like he's fifty-four years old and wants to get back in the ring. Just like I just turned forty, so. Why not get back and start? Get back in your, get back in your ring, yeah. Yeah. I get you know, it. You know, that's it. And that's exactly the point I've been trying to make with, you know, with you, with Durko, with, you know, 17 other folks that I know, man. It's like, stick, stick to what you love. 
and 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 if if 17 people are saying that you're amazing at something that says a lot you know what i'm saying and even yourself you can see success at certain things i was successful at this and maybe my ego got in the way or laziness or stubbornness or greed got in the way and i diverted but 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 you if you if you reflect and you look back and i was like you know i was fucking phenomenal at this i loved doing this and at that time when i was doing such and such i was successful and i loved it stick to that and you know sky's the limit you know what i mean and it's like you know, I, I think, you know, you diverted and you wanted to produce, you wanted to produce tracks and you found your sound. And I was wrong. I said, I even told you at, at one point, I said, dude, I think your ego's getting in the way. Maybe not produce. You need to stick to writing. You need to stick to writing and rapping. Lyrics, spitting, rapping, da, 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 da. But you, but you stuck to your guns to produce, but you diverted from rapping but you found your sound. You knew you wanted to produce. You knew you had the sound. You knew you had this formula and you finally found it. And I was like, what the fuck? When, when you kicked out that zombie squad thing, uh, I think a year and a half ago, I was like, yo, that's the shit. That is the, that, I don't know. I, I don't know what finally clicked, but that's the shit right there. Right. And now you're getting back into rapping. And now, like, you're going to take those two. But it's like, you pulled a Nelson on Nelson. You, when I was like, I think you should stick to rapping and writing. And you were like, nah, man, I can produce. I can DJ. I can produce. I can mix. I can master. And you, and you, and you finally proved me, you proved me wrong. And you and you started making some beats that I was just like, yo, he's starting to fucking find that formula. Now, if he was to start rapping on that and now that's and now you're going back to that and you, you want to plug those two together. That's going to be the uh, you know, that's going to be the ultimate formula, I think, you know, like self-produced from soup to nuts. You know what I'm saying? I'm with it, man. Absolutely. Yup. Yeah, no doubt. Well, I can't wait to hear what this fucking track sounds like, but no sneak peeks. Fine. That's not, that's fine. That's fine. I mean, the track is done. I just got to get a, I just got to mixer and master it. That was it. Throw us, throw, throw that, throw us that karate chop when we're ready for it, boy. With those lyrics on top of it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, man. Well, uh, dude, I'm I'm excited to hear it, man. Well, the the, the hook is gonna be be cutting and scratching to it. You know, kind of like some DJ Premier type shit. You know, like rise above the madness. And use my own lyrics to it and scratch to it. Like, Don't you tell. Gotta, you got it. Rise about the madness. No spoilers, the man. Madness. No spoilers, man. No spoilers, man. I can't yeah. wait to hear it. I can't wait to hear the final track. 
So. And I'll play it right here live and direct on Zion Squadcast. Cool, man. Because I know how to, to I, I figured out how to use Zoom and you got to check the box to share computer sound too. Oh, so that's what you got to do. That's what you got to do. Because I'm a big. Well, can you do it now? Because I can play the track. Yeah. You can play the track. You can do a screen share and play the track. How if do you, I do that? So. Oh, screen share. Share screen. Make sure at the bottom left, there's a box, share computer sound. And then, and then choose the application of which you're going to play the music with. Can you hear it? Yep. Give me a thumbs up if you can hear it. Like that. I like that. You like that, John? Yeah, dude. I like yeah. it. That was a, that was a, that was a chill little play out. Uh, I think we're gonna bring this episode to a close, my man. But yeah, I like it, man. Yeah, I just I wanted to give you a a little preview of of what I've been working on. You know, during this quarantine. That sounds great, man. That sounds fucking fantastic, dude. Sounds like a little bit of a gang star. A little, of, a little uh, bit. I've been inspired by, been listening to a lot of different artists and just like came up with something chill, not too aggravated, man. And uh, messed around with these samples and some new equipment that I got. So I was like, man, this shit, this shit can bump, dude. I like it. I like it, man. So now, now next step is, is just fine tuning it, mixing it down to logic, and then putting the vocals to it. I've already wrote one verse to it so far. So it's got to work on the hook. I mean, it may, it may take a little bit of time, but I want it to sound perfect. There you go. I like it, man. Yeah. Well, keep at it, dude. And um, we can't wait to hear that 
final track with the lyrics and everything else thrown in there, man. But uh, I'm glad you like it, man. It means a lot. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I like that. I like that track, man. I like that track a lot. And I could definitely use that instrumental. If you want to send me that instrumental, I could use the instrumental <laughs> on, 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 a, on a number of things. Yeah. But uh, yeah, man. Um, listen, I, we'll bring this to a close. We'll bring this on a happy note, on a chill note. Uh, Techfall producing some tracks during this quarantine. And uh, yeah, everything sounds good. Happy holidays um, to everyone. Best of, best of the holidays to, to all their families. I know it's a rough time to my viewers. I hope we've earned the privilege of your time and viewership. I know Techfall has with that new track and, uh, you know, his brother Brian earlier, you know, with some, uh, some words of wisdom and, and, and uh, you know, some motivational moments as well. And uh, until next time, you know what to do.